He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Now, House Republicans are using their narrow majority to force the American people to pay higher gas prices just as big oil companies are amassing record profits. What's even more alarming is that this isn't this is only this is not the only attempt by House Republicans majority to raise costs on middle middle class families. House Republicans are also pushing a tax increase on middle class families an inflation worsening tax cut for the rich and high prescription. So that's pretty impressive right there. That's interesting to hear KJP say that I, I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was Corrine Jean-Pierre blaming Republicans for crazy prices and the problems in the country. Republicans who narrowly took the majority in the House, in the House only, days, weeks ago, hasn't been long. Republicans, she's blaming, who even if they get things through the House, cannot actually make any meaningful change with the Dems controlling the Senate and the White House. But yeah, it's, you know what, you're probably right, KJP, it's probably our fault, that makes sense. It's not all the policies over the last two years, it's not your lack of caring whatsoever about our country, the middle class, about our border, it's not about the, the economy, it's none of those things. It's Republicans' fault. <laughs> Remarkable. All right, folks, it's Tuesday. Well, when, when they're actually to blame, they're not going to say, oh, we're, we're to blame. Oh, of course <laughs> not. Hey, listen, <laughs> this this one's on us. We're going to take all of this. No. <laughs> no, but hey, not. Did you ever see Three Amigos? Of course I did. The question is how many times the, did I see it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. How, this, that's where I would be. It'll be the day, Mr. Flugelman. What did he say? He said that'll be the day, Mr. Flugelman. <laughs> It'll be a cold day in hell. Dylan Acker tells Harry Flugelman what to do. Like, that's the response I would get if someone's like, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll fess up. <laughs> okay, yeah, they're not going to. That'll be the day, Mr. Flugelman. <laughs> that'll be the day. That will be the day. Okay, real quick. We got lots to get into today. But booze and banter will be on Red Voice Media today redvoicemedia.com forward slash drew crew that's where you go to sign up we've already put it in the various chats today i'm gonna try and find there we go i'm gonna maybe i didn't maybe we did maybe we didn't whatever but we're doing it now okay so get on over there then you'll watch it at redvoicemedia.com forward slash bb it's on the screen you can find it it should be pretty self-explanatory but but head on over there Join us. Lots of people signed up yesterday. Not everyone was chatting, but lots of people signed up and were there. Um, so we appreciate that. Let's get more over there today. Let's go have some fun. Let's have some drinks. Again, it's redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew. That's where you sign up. Then you watch. Drew Crew. Drew Crew. Drew Sorry. Drew Crew. Thank you, Disco. Then you watch at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. You can also, if you're on the homepage at Red Voice Media, go to the live premium tab at the top of the website. And if it's 5 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be there. So, um, Okay. Reminder, too, you, you, not to sound too salesy, but you get more than just booze and banter and any kind of premium stuff we do here. You get access to other premium content on Red Voice Media. That's one of the reasons we made the switch. Yes, we're friends with them. Yes, we have ancestral business relationships with them. Uh, but you guys in, in, on the other side get more in return. So 
Get on over there. Like the I said yesterday, if you were an annual subscriber on Locals, you should have gotten an email. I know a lot of you did because you came over, but check your inbox. I would say it's a win, win, win. Win, win, win. Absolutely. And you'll see. There's going to be some tech hiccups, some things that we've got to work through. It's brand new. Yesterday was day one. Hopefully by the end of the week, uh, things will be that much smoother. And then as we go on in the weeks and months ahead, they'll just get zeroed in and be great. Okay, like I said, lots to get into today. Newsmax being deplatformed by DirecTV. We're going to get into that in a second. And then a lot of the conversation today, and we haven't talked about it a ton here lately. We've talked about it a ton in the past, but the, the war in Ukraine is not being discussed a ton back here. There's Joe Biden's classified docs. There's all sorts of other things going on. There's mass shootings. There's other things that weren't discussion, but that doesn't mean that the world getting into a global world war, possibly nuclear war, should be tabled. Let's keep that at the top of the discussion, you know, points. It's important. So we'll talk about that because there's massive escalation on the horizon. I'm going to tell you why. Also, we're going to talk about some of our own war zones right here in America. What I mean with that. Booze and banter, which again, will be over on Red Voice Media. Gun control in America. Gavin Newsom out there. Wants America to be like California. He essentially said that. I'll show you the clip. We're going to talk just gun ignorance in general, firearms and Second Amendment ignorance in general. More Peter Ducey gold, all sorts of stuff, as well as the problem with our nation's youth. Man, we got there's a clip that I'm going to show. I almost showed it yesterday. There was part of it. Now there's a longer version of the clip, kind of the whole story to it, where I feel more comfortable sharing it. So I'll, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'll show you what I'm talking about there over on Booze and Banter. Okay, so Newsmax, another network being deplatformed, going off the air, at least on DirecTV. I'm not saying they're going away. They're not. They'll, they'll, they'll figure this out. But a big blow. Newsmax is the latest casualty, latest target of the AT&T-owned satellite network known as DirecTV. In response, you've got people obviously talking about it. We're talking about it. You've got people on social media flipping out, and you've got Republican members of Congress urging DirecTV to reconsider dropping the conservative network, saying that the, 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 the decision affects their ability, the congressman's ability, the elected representative's ability to reach their constituents, which most certainly it does. There are other ways, but but yeah, there's, there's actually bigger issues than that. I mean, suppressing speech is, is the bigger issue here. But you had Wesley Hunt, who's a freshman representative out of Texas, who said the, TV's, excuse me, the TV provider's inability to come to an agreement with Newsmax over cable fees signals a, quote, political decision to censor conservative media, which is a red flag for the First Amendment. Well, of course it is, Wesley. He sent the letter exclusively, the representative, to uh, DirecTV, its owners, AT&T, TPG Capital. It was co-signed by 41 other Republican lawmakers. But it doesn't seem as though anything's going to change. Maybe I'm wrong, but it, News, Newsmax is supposed to be taken off the network this week. And it should come as no surprise to anyone, right? Especially after it happened to, to One America News, my former employer's. Do we call them employers, or I don't know what we call them. I guess, yeah. I mean, we were like freelancers with them, essentially. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll we'll see what I don't know. I don't know what they what they'd call us. Gone now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not a show. <laughs> not a show. Um, but but it shouldn't come as a surprise that this happening because listen, we talk about this all the time. The communists have to have all the control. They've got to control the information flow. Therefore, in order to achieve that objective, you've got to get rid of dissenting voices, of which Newsmax is. OAN was the first casualty. Now they're gunning for Newsmax. And the people who've been on the side of censoring and banning throughout history have never been on the right side. Never. I'd, I'd love for someone, I know you guys agree, but I'd love for someone to find an example of them being on the right side. You might, you might, you might die before you find an example. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and honestly, let's, let's be realistic. I've made lots of bad choices. Um, that, that might be coming faster than we think anyways. I'm not saying it, that it is. Not, don't be alarmed, folks. Um, <clears throat> but Should I be scared? Yeah, you should be looking for a jet. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. no. The, the, <laughs> what's 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 always telling about this though, when these kind of things happen, and we saw it whether again using OAN as a reference or just what's happened on social media writ large over the last several years, is that Democrats have absolutely zero problem with it. They don't care that Newsmax is being deplatformed. They don't see it as a threat to discussion and free speech. They, they see it as good fascism. Oh, that's very good fascism that they're doing there. Because good fascism, that's when big business works with the government to silence conservative voices. And Democrats look the other way. Bad fascism is when conservatives are given a platform to share their ideas, their views, and their policies. Everyone tracking on that? We got that? See how it works? That's what we're experiencing right now. And Democrats can't stand debate, discussion. You know why? You know why they hate that? You know why we're seeing more and more Democrats literally refuse to debate during elections? Is because they know they can't win. They lose every time. Their policies, their principles are shit. They have nothing to stand on. So the only way they can actually win anything is to silence the opposition, to silence Republicans, silence people with conservative values. That includes all of you. And unfortunately, for our current state, this present time in American history, Democrats have co-opted big business, the media, big tech. They're in bed with all of them to censor opposing views. Now, I, I know we've done this a bunch, and may, maybe you and I, we petitioned to see if, if we can be, like, on a board that helps Elon come up with new businesses he could create. He's already got satellites up. Why doesn't he create his own satellite plat you know, TV platform that is free for all? This is not just right, but for everybody. It's just, you know, hey, all right, hey. Right. Well, yeah, that'd be great. I keep asking every once in a while. It goes, it falls on deaf ears. It's never responded to if he'll buy YouTube. Yeah. I mean, uh, my life and subsequently your life and, and a lot of other people's lives would be extremely great if that happened. Well, well yeah, it, it, you know, to me, it's just, you know, I'm not I know like money is finite. But like when you have 
f around money like Elon Musk. You know, you you you, you got to be you know, especially how he saw the opening there for Twitter. You know what? Hey, we have an opportunity to try to make speech free again. You know, like, right? Like how it should be. Let's do it now. Here it is. You see all these platforms. Maybe he's just. Maybe he sees it. Maybe he doesn't see it. But it's one of those things where it's like, if I was in his shoes and I saw it, I'd be like, hmm. Do we buy AT and T? Do we create <laughs> our own network? Like, like, what do we do right. so that it can be fair for all, for everyone? Doesn't Stop matter what talking side you are. sensibly. There shall be Thanks. no fairness. <laughs> None at all. <clears throat> all right. And with that, we'll get to question of the day. Barb, I'll, I see your comment. We'll come to that. Um, so we're going to talk a lot about Ukraine today. We're going to talk about war, the DC machine, the, the military industrial complex, all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to be yapping. I won't see all of your comments. I will see some. So please continue to engage. Please send them in. But the question today is kind of in the, in your court and it's an over under question. The statement is this, there's a 50% chance that the United States gets more overtly involved in Ukraine. Things escalate to the point where we don't have advisors, quote-unquote, on the ground. We have boots on the ground, which we do. We have boots on the ground this very second. But you know what I'm saying. Things, things get, you know, get more ramped up, more escalated to the point where we're talking about it and we're saying that we're involved directly. So over, under, greater than a 50% chance or less than a 50% chance, send in your responses. We'll discuss it here in a few minutes. Barb, we'll discuss your point, too. We're going to get into this Ukraine stuff, all of that on the other side. Stick around. Think America first when you spend your hard-earned money? Do you feel guilty shopping woke companies that take your money and push a liberal agenda? The choice is yours. When you shop at Mammoth Nation, you're a part of the solution, not the problem. We have thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. These patriots love America and they're fighting for you. So do the right thing, vote with your wallet, and spend wisely. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. All right, real quick, I made a comment there. Barb was saying the chat's not working well on Red Voice Media. That's something that they're working on. That said, Barb and Ray and a couple others were the only ones chatting yesterday, but there were more people at Booze and Banter than there typically were on Locals, you know, because we can see the numbers and everything behind the scenes. So keep working on that. I think maybe some people couldn't figure it out. I don't know how it works on mobile. I know on your laptop or your computer, if it's a desktop, it's on the right side of the video player. You type in your name and, and put stuff in there. So we're going to keep working on that. Keep showing up. We're going to figure it out. Uh, more people have signed up since then. So come figure out a way to party with us. If you have questions, you're having trouble, send a, an email in to producer at redbeachmedia.com. Again, it's producer at redbeachmedia.com. We will try to troubleshoot it as well as we can with all of you because, again, it's new to us. It's new to, to Red Voice. It's new to you. So we're going to figure it out together. But we think in the long haul that it is the best thing for, for all of us, at least for the foreseeable future. So bear with us as we do that. Let's get into your responses um, over under 50% chance that we get more overtly involved. Over or under. Judy says over. Jill says over. 
definitely over 100%. I saw the photos from Rotterdam a few weeks ago, 1,500 tanks, Stacy says. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I think that you guys are right with the, the comments that are coming in so far. Because I don't know how you slow it down, right? And again, we're going to get into it here. Well, let me do this. Disco, what's your thought? I think it's over as well. I mean, I, I'd love to be hypothetical and say, oh, it's going to be under. But it's it's hard when you you see the writing on the wall. You see the truth already. You know it's already there. So yeah, it really it really is. Sadly, <clears throat> again, no one wants that. Um, I think so too. I don't know how high over. I'm not saying it's like ninety percent, but I think it's definitely over. And you yeah. know, Barb's saying Joe needs a distraction. There's a lot of other reasons. That's true, but there's a lot of other reasons too. You know, you've gone all in on this. How do you just back out? You've given all these weapons that could cause so many tipping points. There's, there's a, a multitude of reasons as to why it's more likely to escalate and for us to have to get more involved in an overt well, fashion than for it to de-escalate. I, I mean, uh, gosh, I mean, it's not a surprise because, I mean, Zelensky came and asked for more money and he got more money. Yes, <laughs> he, he does almost every day, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of stuff has happened in our news cycle where that kind of has fizzled away and no one's talking about it but it's just it, the way i look at it, it's like well, well yeah i mean i yes he showed up we accepted him we did what we did but then i would have been i, w- I would have been surprised they're like we're so glad you flew all the way over here so sorry about your country but we're not going to give you anything <laughs> you know right because we don't but because because we're trying to make make sure that our country's safe because we know what putin can do we're not going to do sorry you know but no they didn't do that right like, yeah here you go yeah. Would you like cash or check? It's like, yeah. How, how much do you want? It's who do, I, who do I make the check out to? Right. That's <laughs> Volodymyr Zelensky. Um, oh, all right, everyone, smash that like account. button. Um, <laughs> be sure that you're subscribed on the channel if it's Rumble, rumble.com forward slash Drew Berkwist. If it's Facebook, if it's Twitter, Getter, wherever you are, please give Drew Berkwist that page a follow. If you're listening on Red Voice, Make sure you're followed there. If you're not, follow Red Voice, too. Follow both. Drew Berkwist and Red Voice Media. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Keep engaging in the chat. Again, super, super awesome that you're here. We're glad to spend some time with you today. But let's get into, you know, we're talking Zelensky there a second ago. Let's get into him. Because he gave up the ghost. He put out a tweet yesterday and gave up the ghost on what the real agenda is in Ukraine. Let's listen to Vladimir. It is obvious that American business can become the locomotive that will once again push forward global economic growth. We have already managed to attract attention and have cooperation with such giants of the international financial and investment world as BlackRock, JP Morgan, and Golden Sachs, such American brands as Starling or Westinghouse have already become part of our Ukrainian way. Your brilliant defense systems such as high mars or bradley's are already uniting our history of freedom with your enterprises we are waiting for patriots we are looking closely at abrams thousands of such examples are possible and everyone can become a big business by working with ukraine in all sectors from weapons and defense to construction, from communication to agriculture, from transport 
to IT, from banks to medicine. And I believe that freedom must always win. <laughs> I feel like it, it, there was a, a, a different tone to his voice there that made me chuckle. I, um, but part of that, that's partly because I'm a child. Um, let's unpack this message from our unelected senator in Ukraine, if we, if we can. The United States can be the locomotive, the business locomotive, to push global growth. He's appealing to globalist corporations who put money ahead of America. There's a lot of those, by the way. We have giant corporations willing to invest with us, like BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, Gold Goldman Sachs. American brands such as Starlink, Westinghouse, have already become a part of the Ukrainian way. So he says these things. And he named names of those who have a large financial interest in the success of Ukraine. And it's not a big shock. It's probably not a big shock to any of you. Those are all the most villainous companies in America, with the exception of Starlink, who's stopped providing free Internet. But they've got big money, big investors, obviously, you know, big names with Elon and, and whatnot. But four years ago, these were company names that were always thrown around by the likes of Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, you know, every other shady communist in the House and in the Senate. And that the ironic, ironic part of all this is, is the co these companies that were all once maligned by Democrats are now untouchable. They do that all the time, right? Democrats, they flip the script on something. They're now considered good guys in the eyes of the leftists. All these people who they were so opposed to. And I, I, I don't think it would be too far of a stretch to say that these corporations have, have bought and paid for favorable considerations by senators and representatives on both sides of the aisle, and uh, mainly Democrats. And obviously that's, that's a statement that we all kind of believe in as, as we've gotten to know this world more, as things open up and we become more aware of how the system works. But Zelensky, in this message, and kind of writ large all the time, is saying the quiet part out loud, as are Democrats. But he's saying the quiet part as it pertains to this particular message, that these globalist corporations stand to make billions upon billions with a B dollars by providing military equipment and rebuilding Ukraine with these big, fat contracts that are going to be subsidized by guess who? Who do you think's paying for all this shit? The American taxpayer, you, me, your Aunt Betsy, if she's still alive. Sing America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, you know, it's that's who's paying for it. it this is all a huge money laundering grift. The elites are going to get wealthier. The middle class is going to get poorer and poorer. And the poor are going to, uh, they're just going to be worse off than they already are. No one wins except for the elites. That's how this game is always played. But then, after he lists all these companies, Zelensky goes on to talk about his wish list, specifically calling for Abrams tanks. Did you catch that? It's kind of hard to hear in his, his broken accent. And, of course, the CEO and board of directors at General Dynamics, the manufacturers of Abrams tanks, just felt like they popped a handful of Viagra hearing that. Did he? Did he? Is he they want Abrams? He wants Abrams? This is good for business, Chuck. You know who they're actually, they're probably not saying Chuck, they're saying, they're saying James. Because James Mad Dog Mattis sits on the board of directors for General Dynamics. Kind of funny how that works, too. 
But Zelensky's tweet or his message, the video message that we played, is a great example of how this corrupt system works. Who wins, who loses, who scratches each other's backs. And the companies that he mentioned are all big donors that permanent DC relies upon heavily. And once people who are a part of of permanent Washington head to the private sector, they get out of their government roles, guess, guess where they all go time and time again? They go to work at a big defense contractor like General Dynamics, like Raytheon, Lockheed, any of these places. They go to work for banks, hedge funds, think tanks, venture capital groups, big tech, you, you name it, all these places. And when I say work, they don't really work. They sit on the board. They speak at a couple events and dinners. The swamp is a disgusting and incestuous place. But at least now, if we're looking for any kind of silver lining, harder and harder to find these days, at least now the curtain's being pulled back and we can see just how corrupt these people are. The trick is just getting other people to see it. But Z-Man finishes off his plea by saying everyone can become a big business by working with Ukraine. And he's not wrong. Of course they can, because the United States is sending billions upon billions of dollars for the donor class to take advantage of, of landing these sweetheart contract deals over there that aren't really producing anything. It's just, a, it's just again, this is a huge money laundering scheme. Well, and even if the companies that he named were not excited about this or haven't already been feeling like, oh, yeah, I'm okay with supporting them. Now, regardless of which way they lean, they're being strong-armed into it because he called them out by name. Right. So now if they say no, they're going to look like the worst company. Or you're not going to support Ukraine? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, like they're, they're cornered now, regardless of how they fe felt about it. Most of them are probably like, oh, this is the push we needed. Good. Awesome. Let's do it. You know, he's, he's, he gave the cry for help. But if there's any on that list that he you know, called out that didn't want to be, and they're like, well, crap, now we're going to. We're going to be like the only one that all, does it. Yeah, they you all know. did, though. I mean, with the exception oh, no. of maybe yeah. Starlink. Like, all the rest of those companies he named, this is what they live for. This is how they've made oh, their money. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I, I was going to say, like, on the hypothetical side, if they weren't, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, now they're kind of forced to. Yeah, now you so are. they don't look like a horrible, you know, a horrible human being or a horrible company because they're not willing to support it, you know? Yep. Hmm. All right, let's stick with Ukraine. Dr. Ron Paul, who is the father of Senator Rand Paul, who is a favorite of ours around here. I love the way he, he articulates things and what he's willing to say. But the father of Rand Paul, Ron Paul, Dr. Ron Paul, was asked about military options with Ukraine and Russia. Here's what he had to say. Uh, there, there was only a tweet for this. There wasn't. No, that was the one that we sent after. Um, oh, Okay, let me pull it back in there, and then I have it. Give me okay. a second. Yeah. Just talk. I'll... So, <clears throat> by the way, you're going to see with Ron Paul, if you haven't listened to Ron Paul before, that it kind of runs in the family. They're, bo they're, they're both articulate. That's where Rand gets it from. Both sharp guys. Both doctors. I wish that's how it worked. I wish in Step Brothers, that's how, you know, that's, this is a house of learned doctors. I wish that because my father was a doctor that I could become a doctor. Um, it just kind of happened. Like, it just got on you. Apparently, it doesn't work that way. But um, anyways, he, he, do we have it in the system? Yeah, it's coming up right now. Okay. 
Um, I think it's I think it's an interesting clip, and it 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 leads us into this discussion about escalation, right? And what's going to happen if we do this? X step leads to Y, and and ultimately to Z, and yada yada yada. We're good to go. All right, let's play the clip, then we'll talk about what I'm what I'm alluding to here. U.S. warms to helping Ukraine target Crimea. The Biden administration is considering the argument that Kiev needs the power to strike at the Ukrainian peninsula annexed by Russia in 2014. Of course, that's their spin on it. My first reaction reading this, Dr. Paul, is this does not smack of confidence, but rather of desperation. Um, if, you're w if you're confident that you're winning a war, you don't make a move like this, a very, very bold move that you are counting on not being responded to. And here's a couple of pieces of my evidence if I'm making this case. Let's put the next clip on. This is from the article. And this is interesting. I highlighted a part of it, and I'll emphasize it when I read it. But the Biden administration has come to believe that if the Ukrainian military can show Russia that its control of Crimea can be threatened, that would strengthen Kiev's position in any future negotiations. Now, if you read that a couple times and think about it, this is not saying if we help Ukraine strike Crimea, they will win the war. This essentially assumes that Crimea will, uh, that Ukraine will lose the war, which will happen. But it's saying if they can at least attack Crimea before they're forced to negotiate, they'll be in a better position. And that really is kind of a twist on this idea. And you said it from the beginning, fighting U.S. fighting Russia down to the last Ukrainian. And that's essentially what this is. The whole thing rests on the presumption, and it's been cooked up in the think tanks in Washington, D.C., that are funded, as you know, by the military-industrial complex. This whole proposition rests on the supposition that Russia will not respond and will not escalate and will not confront the West if the U.S. and its allies in Europe continue to get more directly involved. That's a big supposition when you recognize what the downside is if you're wrong. Yeah, the, the word presumption uh, is an important word because they presume that if we do A, some B is going to happen. And almost it never does. You know, in economics, it doesn't work that way. In foreign policy, it doesn't work very well either. <laughs> All right. So the U.S. government, by the way, if you haven't picked up on this so far, is notoriously bad, like really bad when it comes to predicting what will happen in the future. And that's what Dr. Paul is, is saying here and pointing out, and, and the other dude, too, before him. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. But our government never chooses correctly when it comes to economics, foreign policy, education, health-related issues. We definitely saw that. And this Ukrainian war is just another example of how our leaders continue to fail us, leaders' finger parents, to fail us on a daily basis. The Biden administration is considering arguments that Kiev needs the power to strike Crimea. Crimea, of course, was annexed by, by Russia under the Obama administration. Well, Obama was in office, I should say, back in 2014. And for years, the United States has insisted that the Crimea is still part of Ukraine. Obviously, Vladimir Putin has a different view of that. Yet in that window from 14 up until now, like literally up until weeks ago, the Biden administration has held a pretty hard line since Russia came in to, to annex more territory in Ukraine and has not given Vladimir and his, his buddies the weapons that needed to target the Crimean Peninsula. 
which of course is a huge stronghold for Russia and a base of, of Russian operations there. But now, of course, because it's 2023 and shit just breaks on a daily basis, they're starting to soften that. Why? Because it's the wrong decision. Again, our government makes only bad decisions, only the wrong decisions. That's what they do. If, they're, if we're going to give them credit for something, at least it's that they're really good at making the wrong decisions. So after months of discussion with the Ukrainian officials, now they're starting to concede that maybe, okay, maybe you guys do need the ability to strike into Crimea, hit that Russian sanctuary of theirs, even if, even if it risks significant, potentially extremely perilous escalation. Even so, we think maybe you need that. I mean, helping, guys, helping Ukraine strike the Russians in Crimea would definitely be an escalation by the U.S. It doesn't, a three-year-old could figure that out. And once again, I would say, this isn't our fight. But somehow the, the Democrats, Biden, and a lot of people on our side, surely saying, Graham saying America needs to send tanks. There's plenty of people. It's the Uniparty in general and the D.C. establishment and the D.C. machine that want this war to happen, they are willing to let us get drug into this. And now we're sending, and we've sent HIMARS, we've sent all this stuff, we've sent drones. Now we're sending Bradley armored vehicles over to Ukraine. And as with the Patriot missiles, which was a bad move, we're going to have to send in more personnel, more military personnel, intelligence personnel, more advisors to show the Ukrainians how to train and operate the equipment. So Democrats and, and everyone else in D.C., for that matter, can continue to live in this fantasy world by saying there's no U.S. military boots on the ground in Ukraine. But these people who keep chirping that are the same ones who told us that the vaccines, vaccine, well, vaccine, there's multiple companies, but the COVID vaccine itself would prevent you from getting COVID. That wearing masks would help prevent the spread of COVID. That Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. Whatever, fill in the blank with whatever nonsense they've told you. And what's, what's even more remarkable is not that they are willing to think and say these things. What's remarkable is how many people still believe the government and listen to them time and time again when our government tells outright lies. And sometimes they walk their lies back, but they do it way down the road when it doesn't matter anymore. Then this was kind of interesting, staying with Ukraine. Okay, we've got a couple more things to touch on with Ukraine. But last week, you had CIA Director William Burns, who traveled to Kiev to meet with Zelensky, discuss potential military moves by the Russian army. And what's interesting about this, I know everyone's going to have their views on, on the agency and what particular moves the agency is going to make. I'll say this again. The, is the agency perfect? No. Is any organization perfect? No. Especially three-letter agencies. I, I get it. But if you haven't worked there and don't have the clearance to know what goes on in there, then just understand that you don't understand everything about it. Doesn't mean you're wrong on everything either, but <clears throat> before everyone just dives down a, a rabbit hole on that. Um, I know people who are there now working for them, and they're some of the greatest people on the planet. But... All that aside, sending Burns 
sending the director of CIA over to Ukraine to meet with Zelensky sends a very strong message to Putin. You're sending the top spy to meet with Zelensky about ways to defeat the Russian military. I'm not saying that this scares Putin, but I'm saying it's a, it's a bold move. It's a big move. It also adds more credence to all the discussion that is going on there about how involved the agency is in all of this stuff, whether it's blowing up you know, the Nord Stream pipeline, Nord Stream 1 and 2. There's a lot of discussion about that. It makes a lot of sense. This, this adds more meat to that bone, if you will. But it sends a strong message. And, and it's happening as we've kind of shied away from doing things, and now we're ramping up the type of equipment that we're giving them. You know, Patriots, Bradleys, potentially letting them strike into Crimea. We're giving them more money. You know, Lloyd Austin just said on Friday, $2.5 billion more worth of ammunition and equipment, according to the Pentagon. So we keep doing all this. So obviously the message was sent and it's letting Putin know what it's what it's probably intent in its intent its intent is excuse me I'm stumbling over my words is to let Putin know that hey we've got people on the ground here we've got people in the region we know what moves you're making on the ground we want you to know how involved we are and if you were to act in any significant way and escalate things on your side the Russian side we're watching because remember. In my old world, you don't make things public unless you want them to be public. Now, when you're at the director level, you're a seventh floor guy, it's different than the people who are working the streets, whether you're a traditional cat and mouse guy doing espionage, whether you're a paramilitary guy kicking doors down, whatever the case might be. But even so, it's a, it's a world of, of secrecy. So if you want someone to know, that's the only time you make it public. Otherwise, it's, it's all behind the scenes. So it... It was all that to say. It was interesting, but it's also not good because the amount of things that keep happening that escalate us, I don't know what this does, but it's supposed to be escalate. Uh, <laughs> Again, with the hands today. With the hands. It's, he's so handsy. I took a class, a master class from Beto O'Rourke on what to do with your hands, how to stand on, on tables. Tables and, and bars and stools, yeah. yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's how I got here. But... <clears throat> We've got more insanity to discuss about this. We've, we've, we've got some stuff as it pertains to Ukraine, escalation, Germany, Poland. I'll tell you what I mean. Stick around. You know that big tech and other woke companies give billions to the radical left? They're literally using your money to take your vote and your freedoms away from you. Stop. Shop at Mammoth Nation instead, the conservative marketplace. Get huge discounts on thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. Vote at the booth and with your wallet. This is how we fight tyranny, folks. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Hey guys, it's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than we've faced in a long time, if not ever. And the most important advice I can give you and your loved ones is to be prepared. Most people realize they need something way too late in the event of a disaster, be it a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. 
don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones as you adjust to whatever crisis you're facing and develop a strategy. And thankfully, Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. With Heaven's Harvest, you're not only supporting a pro-America Christian companies that shares your values, but you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your own foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. Right now, go to heavensharvest.com and use promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, to save. All right, so I'm pretty excited, you guys. Yes, Feathercatcher, we're on Facebook. We should be on Facebook still. Um, but, you know, we typically are there every day. So um, I'm excited about Heaven's Harvest because they're a great company. Love, love America. Now, I'm not saying the other ones don't, but they love America. They're a Christian company. But what's cool about it is a lot of the others, and we're not leaving my Patriot Supply per se, but we, we only could get you guys discounts on certain packs or kits with with my patriot and some of the other ones we've got discounts for you guys across the board on heaven's harvest um including heirloom seeds water filtration kits all of that plus all of their different food options so it's one of those things where you feel better about supporting this company uh they they take good care of us you know it's a win 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 which is always what we're trying to do with these partnerships so it benefits you guys it benefits us benefits them and and in our country so um all right. Just a little housekeeping. I did check the Facebook feed. We should still be going there. I don't know if that's what, or if it was like, are we still on Facebook? Are we active on there? I don't know what the, but I did love Barb's comment right before the break. I just got to scroll up where to go. Um, schooling is important, Drew. So it True. is. So. True statement. Did you get like a certificate for that class or was it just more like a stamp? It's, or... it's, yeah, I think it was like an email certificate. You know? uh, Not even one you'd want to print out. Um, so, like, you could just send the PDF to all of us and we could just, we could all in. have it. Yeah. You're, yeah every, exactly. everyone's certified. <laughs> it's like a fake Vax card. You're, you're good to go. Um, okay. So, getting back to Ukraine, then we're going to move on to Chicago and then we're going to move on to Booze and Banter. But there's been all this discussion about Poland giving tanks to Ukraine, how Germany's, you know, if Germany's going to say something, allow it, prevent it, all of that kind of stuff. And, and now it's looking like the German government, by the way, will not object to Poland sending Leopard 2 battle tanks to Ukraine. But <clears throat> it's, it's been an interesting conversation. There was a tweet. We can put this out. I'm going to kind of go backwards from where I was going to go on this. But this, this came out kind of fast forwarding today. Disclosure.tv put this out. Poland has officially requested German approval to send Leopard tanks to Ukraine. So before it had been a discussion like, hey, if we do this, what are you going to do or or say about it? Are you going to say, no, 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 wave us off? Or are you going to get in the way? Or are you just going to be mums the word? What's what's the deal? Germany had said, hey, look, we're, we're not going to get in the way of it. And these were manufactured in, in Germany and sold to Poland. 
which is why technically they needed Poland needed permission from Germany to be able to do so. But Germany was like, yeah, no, we're not going to get in the way. Not saying that they necessarily were 100% behind it and endorsed it, but we're not going to get in the way if that's what you want to do. And now Poland has officially asked for it. So the you know the rubber meets the road here. We'll see what actually happens, what's approved, what's not. But again, and the point is, the reason I bring it up, if Poland or Germany, but we're specifically talking about Poland here, supply the Leopard tanks to Ukrainian military, German and Polish soldiers are going to be in the ground, on the ground in Ukraine, training Ukrainian soldiers how to use these vehicles, just like ours are on the ground, training people how to, to work with the Patriot missiles and so much of the other technology that we give them. But, but the end result of this is it opens the door for a huge escalation. So we're talking about striking Crimea, Russians in Crimea. We're sending Bradleys. We're, we've already sent all this other stuff, Patriots, HIMARS, you name it. We've got people on the ground there, and Russia knows it. We've said it, but they knew it before we even said it. And now we're talking about tanks from Poland, sophisticated tanks. And if any of those so-called advisors from Poland or Ukraine get injured or killed during tank training in this case or any kind of direct action there, it's, it's going to ratchet things up even more. So, so Russia right now is saying, okay, you, really? That's what you're going to do? So that already takes it up a notch. But then you, all you do with all of these, these moves that keep getting made are adding points of failure. We literally, we, we, day after day, we see nothing that's like, okay, that kind of took things down a notch. Like, maybe there's some hope. We literally just keep adding on layer after layer of like, well, we're screwed now. To the point where it is, you know, the question of the day was, is it over or under 50% chance that this becomes bigger and we're more directly and overtly involved? It's hard to imagine us not. Because it, all we do is we keep adding points of failure. And you've got big money involved. You've got big egos involved. You've got territory involved, disputed territory involved. You've got so many things here. I just don't see a way out. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But it's going to be interesting to see. It's a, it's a big deal, a big freaking deal. So the ball is in Germany's court. We'll see what happens this week. Again, they said... If you ask, we will not get in the way. Now they've officially asked Poland, and we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see their reaction. Very interesting. All right. <clears throat> let's skip this break, and let's get into this next segment. Because, we've, guys, we've got there's, – there's a war going on overseas that we're directly involved in. It's, it's a proxy war, but we're directly involved in it, and it's, it seems – to, to be getting worse and worse and seems to be getting to a point where we're not going to be able to get out of it. But we also have our own war zones right here. So let's check in on what's maybe the front lines of our war zone here in America. Let's see what's going on in Chicago. I mean, 
I've missed that bumper. That's a great bumper. Um, I had to like pull the cobwebs off that bumper. We hadn't used it in so long. So like, long. Where is it? <laughs> and and we really could. We could talk about Chicago every weekend. I'm going to show you headlines from this weekend. We used to play that bumper and then just literally read off headlines to show you how bad it is there. But we're going to give you a different visual this time. It's violent. This is a violent video. So if you, I don't think you're watching with your children, but if you are, send them to the other room, have them go get you a snack. Okay. I mean, they're, they're there to be cherished, but they're also there to work for you. So send them to get you like a treat or a snack. And then hopefully by the time they're back, this video will be done. But we see crime in blue cities and, and it's always these blue cities, these metropolitan areas across America still rages on. And the most violent of all the blue cities, Chicago, murder and mayhem keeps rolling along for sure every week. Check the headlines. And check out a, a prime example in this video right here. All right, so a lot going on in this video. Wow. Yeah. Some sort of altercation from a bar spills out into the street. You got two guys who are backpedaling toward their SUV. Heavyset guy approaches the two guys who are backing up, and the taller of the two guys with the white hat shoots a heavyset guy. Heavyset guy goes down with the first two shots. Everybody starts running for cover except for the one guy wearing the dark shirt and blue jeans and another guy wearing all black who stands in front of the four-door sedan close to the intersection and the friend of the gunman immediately gets into the driver's seat of the suv and starts up the vehicle the gunman then as you can see advances and shoots at the guy in all dark standing in the intersection that guy goes down the sidewalk gunman advances toward the bystander who's who's giving first aid to the person shot calmly the, the dude calmly walks up shoots the bystander point blank in the head then proceeds to walk to the second guy who was shot, who's now laying on the sidewalk, and shoots him point blank in the head before he gets in the SUV. But as he's getting in the SUV, he notices, wait, there's one more person. Some on the other side of the white van shoots that person, too, at point blank range. The, the callousness of this shooter is remarkable. And, and his demeanor during it, very calm. You notice how calm he looked during it? Takes the time to acquire targets. I'd like to see him get a second hand on that gun. And I'm not trying to make light of the situation it's a serious situation but don't 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 shoot that way but he does he seems comfortable with what he does he takes time for targets engages the targets to the down then finishes them off with headshots that's not the normal behavior of someone who's never killed anyone before wouldn't be shocked if this dude had been trained somewhere whether it's military here military different country you know law enforcement whatever there's obviously no remorse, no hesitation in killing four people in a matter of 30 seconds. And while not everyone is perhaps as calm with their demeanor and, and possibly as trained as this individual, this kind of stuff, this violence is happening in blue cities all across America, all across yeah. America, throughout the United States. You could tell that he shot a gun before. Yeah. Because in the videos where... 
Like the one that we showed a while ago where the guy like went into like the bodega and shot, like he fired the gun and he even jumped back. Like, oh, that was loud. This guy just was just holding it <laughs> like D- like he like he was used to it. You know, yeah. you could tell. D Donner wants to see it again. Can we pull it up one more time? You want the sound on? Yeah, why not? We aim to please here. All right, here we go. One more. There you go. All right. I love the let's go. Like, his friends are okay that he just killed four people. Well, you got to get the you Taco know? Bell, right? I mean, those. <laughs> let's go. Come on. But that was, gosh, it like puts a knot in my stomach. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, the problem. Is these communist mayors, police chiefs, these city officials, though, have all lost control over their cities, over law and order because of their strict adherence whether it's their desire or whether it's what they're being told they have to do to have their positions, but their strict adherence to this, this communist dogma, then these so-called city leaders will let the carnage continue because you know what? It helps bolster their case. These numbers help bolster their case for repealing the Second Amendment, which all of them, all of these folks on the left have to have. You've got to control the narrative. You've got to control a lot of things. You've got to get rid of them. There's so many steps to it. We've gone through a million times. But... A big one in the last step in America is you got to get rid of people with guns. You got to get rid of the Second Amendment. So these guys, they need a high body count. Don't think for a second when there's the the mass shootings, we're going to talk about them in in Booze and Banter today, like there were in California this weekend. Don't think for a second that the Democrats aren't like, oh, yes, oh, goody. They could care two shits about the people who died. Like, that sounds harsh. No, maybe it does, but it's true. They don't care at all. It's like, pop some champagne, let's get some cake out. Pelosi, you get your ice cream. Everyone start drinking because let's get a bill drafted. You know what? Check that. We've got these uh, these special interest groups and, and lobbyist groups. We've already got bills written for us. We don't have to actually do our job. We wouldn't know how to do our job if someone, you know, asked us to. Like, we just don't know. So, But we'll put this bill forward. Anyways, they love it because it's huge for them. And they love stuff like this. Let's check out some of the headlines in Chicago. ABC7, we've used them before. These are just, they've got a section for Chicago violence. You can see the title there. Here's just some headlines from the last couple days ago. CPD searching for answers after five shot, two fatally in home invasion. Two killed, three injured in Southside shooting, home invasion. Teen boy shot at Southside bus stop. Chicago residents asked to look out for, for their postal workers. I don't know what's happening to the postal workers, but I can't imagine Probably, in Chicago yeah, it's good. They must be getting targeted or something. Yeah. 13-year-old boy shot on Southside. 30 shot, seven fatally in Chicago weekend. That was this past weekend. Two shot, critically wounded during Southside robbery. Southside not looking good if you're thinking of relocating to Chicago. Here's some more. Let's just pull up a couple more because it's all in their section there. And... Uh, <clears throat> the top left one says at least 33 shot in Chicago weekend shootings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then the vigil. I, I've got them up now. Vigil held one year after eight-year-old girl killed by stray bullet. Unbelievable. 
at least eight at least 18 shot five fatal in chicago weekend that was that was the previous weekend so anyways you get the point there is a section there because of how bad this city is that even a local news organization's like well we should probably highlight this I, like you'd think they'd want to cover that up because you'd think people would be like nancy pack your shit we're getting out of here well i, I think it's more like they're sick and tired of always talking about it so let's just put a page that you can just go and look it up. Yeah, because I, I, I can't. You know, I, I've I've known a few different, um, you know, local news anchors and stuff like that, and they've said that it it's taxing on them to be like, I'm talking about the city that I live in. Yeah, every night, every Lots. night, and I hear I hear all these things that go on, and it's like I have to sit there and say it with a smile. Yeah, because I'm on I'm on air. And they're like, it's so taxing. It's it, it's hard because you know. And I can't imagine it, a place like Chicago. Well, tonight wasn't necessarily peaceful. Yeah. Let's dig in, right? <laughs> like, well, I it, yeah, it, it's got to be tough. And I, uh, first of all, local news is trash. It's 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 not done well. The production quality is always awful. You've got like an eighteen year old who's the new the sportscaster, trying to like put some some weird sound bites and quips out there as if he's like a sixty three year old. Sound. Anyways. I don't like it, but see, but, but, but it's but so also depressing. Too, Jacksonville is different. <laughs> they have one nation, one station that's got three all monikers on there. That's a different thing. Like you go to Orlando, you got some really good ones. Like so, you, you know, there's no, some but they're of- okay. Some of them are better production wise, but the, yeah. but it's but but what they're talking about is all garbage, and it's super oh, yeah. depressing. Uh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Anyways, thank God it's not Chicago for for most of us, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Stacey said, love to cops in Chicago, though, after talking about how bad Lori Lightfoot is. Look, cops are great everywhere, and and thank God for the cops there, uh, because they're as critical as they are anywhere. But, <clears throat> all right, I'm being told to wrap up. So, let's do this. It is time, guys. We're going to head on over to Booze and Banter on redvoicemedia.com. The way to do that, and by the way, there, we're going to talk about Gavin Newsom, who wants to get rid of guns, make the U.S. like California. I don't think that sounds too good. More ignorance by the left. Peter Ducey did a thing again. Going to show that. There's a bunch we're going to get into. But reminder, it's redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. That's where you go to watch. To sign up if you have not, go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. I'll put it in the chat one last time. Oops. Um, One last time. We hope to see you over there. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. Just heard Drew Burquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBurquist.com.